Bloody Elbow presents the MMA Bunker. Pull down the blinds and encrypt your comms. Our fearless leader is on lockdown and back in his bunker after a long hiatus. He's providing his thoughts on the UFC, the state of MMA business, incriminating rumors, and the latest spicy headlines. Complete with the MMA tete-a-tete, featuring interviews with guests from the MMA community. Pay Bloody Elbow Podcast Substack subscribers will hear bonus content if available at the end of the broadcast. Be sure to subscribe at bloodyelbow.substack.com for our newsletter and at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com for our podcast network. Follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodyelbowblog, and as always on bloodyelbow.com. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Kid Nate Wilcox. Hola, MMA connoisseurs. It's Kid Nate coming to you from the MMA bunker. Yes, the doors are locked, the blinds are drawn, the mother's basement is a dark, scary pit. The Remington 850 is leaning against the wall. The killer attack dog is at the ready. I'm in a state of frenzy and rage because these idiots are still effing up the sport we love. Today's lead rant is Patricio Pitbull, the Bellator featherweight champion. So, dude, whose name is not actually Patricio Pitbull, his name is Patricio Freira, which it's annoyed me to no end that they've they've branded him as Patricio Pitbull. But whatever, that's 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 you know the marketing genius of Bellator. But he was the lightweight champion. He gave away that belt. He stepped away from that belt to give it to his brother after he beat Michael Chandler. He's currently the featherweight champion, which is 145 pounds. So lightweight, 155 pounds, which is what they weigh in at. They probably fought at closer to 170. At featherweight, he weighed in at 145. Probably fought closer to 160. Now he's fighting at Bantamweight up against Sergio Pettis, going for his second title. And this would be, you know, the third title belt that he's held, although he won't hold all three concurrently. And he's even talking about going down to flyweight. And if you've seen the pictures of the dude, he went from a, a very beefy, solid individual to he looks like the fucking terror of Tiny Town right now. He he shrunk so much. He's five foot six and he shrunk down to make this this 135-pound bantamweight. He, it just looks ridiculous. But the main point is nobody cares because this is happening in Bellator and it's just like it didn't happen. If a tree falls in a forest and nobody sees it, did it happen? And as far as most MMA fans, they're not even MMA fans. They're UFC fans. And as far as they're concerned, all they know to measure Patricio Pitbull against is the fact that he lost to Benson Henderson, former uh, UFC champ in 2016 by TKO. He beat Michael Chandler, who's since left Bellator and gone on to a mixed record of success in the UFC. So mixed that Conor McGregor doesn't even want to bother fighting him, despite they're both coaching this current failing season of the ultimate fighter together. But he beat um, Chandler in 2019. And that's pretty much the only points of comparison UFC fans have. And they, they might remember that he lost to AJ McKee in 2021 by guillotine choke. AJ McKee is the, the son of, one of the most boring fighters in MMA history and is also an incredibly boring fighter himself. Not, not dissing the guy, but it's just, it's just a truth that his dad, Antonio McKee was incredibly tedious and AJ is slightly less tedious. But anyway, the point is nobody cares about what Patricio Pitbull is doing. Luke Thomas can talk himself up into a frenzy about the significance of this, that, and the other. And yeah, on any given day, do I think, Pitbull could go in there in the UFC and hang with the very best of their bantamweight, featherweight, 
lightweight divisions? Hell yes. Michael Chandler's shown us that. I think he's a very excellent fighter. And and there's too many variables in fighting to say, oh, this guy's definitively better than that guy or this league or promotion is definitively better than that league because you never know. As we saw with TJ Dillashaw's shoulder, shoulder separation recently, you never know what kind of shape fighters are going to go into walking into these fights. You don't know what their mental state is. You don't know – did they get a divorce? Did they get their car repossessed? Are they having a gambling addiction problem? Are they having substance abuse problems? You know, did they uh, find out their wife is cheating on them, et cetera, et cetera? You never know what kind of condition a fighter is going to go in. It's not like an NFL team that's this huge organization. And when, you know, uh, the Los Angeles Rams, I don't even know what fucking team names are anymore. But, you know, when a team wins an NFL championship, you can be reasonably confident they are the best football playing organization on the planet on that given year. Because it's such a big undertaking, if one player gets hurt, there's other players that can sub in with fighters. If the fighter gets hurt, uh, frequently they fight hurt, and you don't see them fighting at their best. So, But the main point is Bellator has been a promotional black hole for years. I don't know what their secret is for making this stuff boring. When Scott Coker took over Bellator, people were hopeful because Bjorn Rebney had made this the most boring possible thing. Second only to the IFL, if you remember the old IFL. Coker had made Strike Force a very fun promotion that built up fighters like the like Nick Diaz, like Kung Lee, that got a lot of mileage out of of pretty old Henzo Gracie and Frank Shamrock. And they were really able to make big events out of their fights without necessarily having the best fighters. Bellator's been unable to do that. Everything gets sucked into this vortex of tedium. And, you know, so to Patricio Pitbull, I say good luck. I think you're taking crazy risks cutting this much weight. And I think if you try to cut down to flyweight, that's extremely dangerous, if not suicidal. Don't do that. But he's trying to get some attention. He's trying to get some shine. He's been Bellator ride or die for his whole career. And this is the most attention getting thing he can do. So more power to him. But, I personally don't care. It's just not something that holds any intrigue to me. But let's move on to another another rant. To access the bonus content of this show, you must be a paid subscriber. To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today. Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Podcast production. Subscribe at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com. Give us your email and receive notifications when your favorite shows drop straight into your inbox. We're also found on a wide variety of podcast outlets. Just search for Bloody Elbow Podcast and you will get new shows throughout the week, including the MMA Bunker and MMA Tete-a-Tete shows with Kid Nate, the Level Change Podcast, the Hey Not the Face Podcast, the MMA Vivisection main card and prelims UFC preview shows, the sixth round post fight show, the Show Money podcast, and the MMA Depressed Us.